Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. Hey, this is Josh. We are in some date of early April yeah. 2020. I sounded really enthusiastic there. Like, yeah. Way more enthusiastic than, <laughs> than we should. Th- yeah, than the climate would have you believe. We're in the void of the pandemic crisis. John Void. John Void. Oh, see, I was able to work that in. I'm so glad. <laughs> I was telling Josh, apropos of nothing, that a funny name for a void would be John Void. And then I'm like, how could that even work into saying what, what, like there was that movie, The Void. That's the only thing I can think of. And then we were able to do it. So uh, that's a successful podcast. Do they name voids like they do natural disasters, tornadoes or? You never, you don't hear talk of voids all that often either, by the way. Like apart from like voiding a purchase or something. It's like enter the void. I think that was a movie. So that's two. That's all I can yeah. think of. And it's like, this is this is like quarantine chat. This is what I think of now. It's just randomly. How many uh, times do you hear that word void these this days? This is all we have. Yeah, pretty much. Void of actual substance. It's so funny. I listen to a ton of podcasts normally. And just because of the technology we have, everybody's kind of still doing their podcasts. You kind of have to now. Like almost more. Yeah. And you listen to dudes who have like 10 podcasts themselves. Oh, yeah. Like. It's funny now because some new podcasts have come out where, kind of like this one, where we're not talking... This podcast came to be because a couple of us were chatting for the longest time about, oh, I think it would be pretty financially easy and technologically easy to do this. And instead of us just sitting around for half an hour between shows and chatting about movies, we can make a podcast out of this and kind of do a bit of advertising. And that's what we did. But now for the past, God, four weeks... yeah. We haven't talked about upcoming movies. No, which and it's funny too because like for the most part, it's still the same podcast. It's just the last five minutes isn't yeah. about the movies. Like it's just it's pretty much exactly the same. We just don't like to think about the reality of the world outside of our homes. Pretty much, yeah. Or, and for the most part, it's weird too because even things around it, in that sense of just weird routine of checking say a website like box office mojo Mm -hmm. as much as i hate checking box office stuff (laughs) nobody's reported box office numbers for a month yeah nobody has i mean all of the major studio releases have been pushed back Mm -hmm. a lot of movies even at this point that we would have had i think are more or less now gone digital even there was a movie called shoot what was it called it stars the guy stars a sitcom guy and he plays a woman in the film and it's a comedy, and we were going to oh. premiere it like three weeks ago. Man. I forget what it's called. Sounds good. It's you, called Something Lucy. I'm not looking at the internet right now. So. That's so vague. Yeah. Like you give it that, it's I, the guy I, I, from Will and Grace. Okay. Wait, which, the main guy? Or? The, the sidekick guy. Jack? Yeah. Possibly. And, and this movie he wrote and stars in, and huh. it's him playing a woman. And it might be a character that he did back in his like improv days okay. or something like that. But we have the poster out in the lobby. Wow. And I saw him on Conan. Conan doing his from home episodes, which are about as technologically advanced as this. Yeah, COVID O'Brien. <laughs> where it's a guest at home and Conan at his home in a split screen on the TV. And that's the show. And they're just, you know, in their pajamas or whatever. Yeah. But anyhow, that movie, I think it's going to be interesting in, let's all just think happy thoughts. And in early 2021, mm-hmm. when everything's 100% back to normal and Oscar season is an interesting thing to think about because... A lot of movies that we've chatted about this before, about how if you're what would technically be known as a TV movie or a streaming movie, mm-hmm. and you bend the rules that are there to bend, 
and just be in cinemas long enough or festivals long enough to qualify as a feature big screen movie. Mm -hmm. Now there's no festivals or movie theaters open. So a lot of them are skipping that and just going straight to Netflix, straight to video on demand. So I don't think they count as a feature film anymore. Uh, yeah, and I don't know what they're going to do about that because, like, that wouldn't be fair, quote unquote. Yeah, and because it's not you got to work with the reality, right? Yeah. So do you do like some weird cutoff where it's like you know these are eligible as of blank date, but these aren't, or like do you do some sort of weird playoff bracket where you have like fifty? I wonder movies if they'll that... allow like you were going to screen that movie at some art houses in March. Yeah or April and you can't. So if you do that in July, August for a week yeah. or whatever, that's fine. We'll still let you be a feature film. Right. Because if not, we're going to have what came out bad boys and birds of prey. Like, is yeah. that, like, well, like bloodshot, I think was like one of the last oh, movies yeah, that bloodshot. came out. But like, what's interesting though, too, is uh, sort of on that line is the SXSW stuff. Yes. Uh, that Amazon just made that deal to broadcast for free. I think it's free for Prime members. I'm not sure if it's free for just anyone on Amazon. Okay. But basically all that stuff that was supposed to premiere and would have potentially made careers of a lot of these artists, a lot of these filmmakers, you know, and just to have that pulled out from under you. I mean, it's not as if it's like, oh, you know, too bad for those people, but the rest of us are fine. It's like we've all had the rug pulled out from under us. But yeah. in particular, something that you've worked on for years, I can't even imagine like just I always wanted to make films and, you know, I've done silly stuff here and there. But just the amount of time it, someone like Lee, for example, too, like just the years and the time you put into something like a labor of love. But, oh, my God, it's it's years and oh, yeah. then to have to make SXSW that could make your life. And then just be like, poof, gone, you know, forever, maybe, you know, it's, it's just, yeah. And sometimes, sucks. sometimes you think, okay, well you can try again next year, but so much of any success is a lot of skill and hard work, mm -hmm. but it's a lot of luck. And you think if this had happened the year clerks was supposed to go to Sundance, maybe Kevin Smith would have missed his little window of good luck opportunity. And mm -hmm. we wouldn't have a Kevin Smith now. Or the same could be said for... Or like Reservoir Dogs, maybe. Quentin Tarantino or yeah. Robert Rodriguez. It's all these... It's the always fascinating and weird chaos theory, run Lola run kind of stuff of mm -hmm. what deals aren't being made right now. Yeah. What pilots are being passed on for television. And just weird stuff like TV shows that are now in limbo because they didn't get to film their last episodes. Yeah, yeah which is... And uh, for some of those, I don't feel bad for ones where it's deliberate, you know, where they're like, we could have done all... 20 episodes at once but yeah. we're gonna do 10 and release them and then we'll just like, get suckers. to the others we have plenty of time you're like oh god now what's gonna happen what i find funny is think of all the stuff where they've probably shot a quarter of it and yeah. it may never happen ever oh yeah it's just crazy think of all this weird footage or, or people like some people actors like will probably die who've already filmed their parts of stuff yeah that may never exist i don't, I don't want to get bleak I, no, I, no, it no, sounds no. like that but just it's it's sort of akin to what we talked about before, just with, you know, lost footage, different actors auditioning for different things, stuff like that, and it never happens. You know? Yeah, the Terry Gilliam kind of syndrome. Mm -hmm. Like, I could be wrong about this, but I think for a big kind of movie, I think Matrix 4 is mm -hmm. like 75% done. Yeah, because I've seen some of the behind the scenes like uh, shots of stuff they've been doing, which look amazing. But, you know, I mean, that's a lifetime away. <laughs> it feels it like. is interesting that a lot of stuff... I know some friends in animation who are working from home. Mm -hmm. The weird thing with that is the voice actor portion of it, because I do know that 
they can do it from home now. The reason you're right. getting more and more big voice actors on stuff is because it's just like doing this podcast right now. Right. It's easier to record voices. Mm-hmm. So a little while back, you had Liam Neeson do some Star Wars Clone Wars. I think he did one episode, maybe two. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that's because they were like, we will come to you. We'll set up some microphones in your living room. Yeah. You'll record it. You don't got to come somewhere. You know, it'll be three hours of work. And he's done quite a bit of voice acting too at this point. Yeah. So I think for animation, it's interesting where if they can keep working, if all these animators, yeah, whether it's animating or, or coloring or doing the special effects, if you have the technology to do that from your living room and your laptop, yeah. that means that show is kind of going on. Yeah, like it, it works well for animation or for editing probably of a, yeah. of a normal thing, as long as it's already shot. <laughs> yeah, but doing a sitcom, oh, man. like I watched this sitcom, I've been plowing through it actually, called The Goldbergs. Oh yeah. And it's just, it's especially right now, I found myself <laughs> more than ever not wanting to watch heavy things. Yeah. It's things I do want to watch, but there's the dark comic book grant morrison show called happy there's jason bateman's show ozark and i just oh, hit yeah, a point that's heavy stuff. where i'm just like i don't want to watch any of that <laughs> so sitcoms is the way to go and this is basically a sitcom that a little kid in the 80s is the central character right and it's me it's like hit sure. a window into my life you love nostalgia yeah and the kid he's pretty much my age and the, i think the guy who is the showrunner of the show yeah who's kind of that central character the gimmick of the show is it's pretty fun is that he just recorded everything on VHS when he was a kid. So it was all these footage of like birthday parties and weddings and yeah. things. So that is the crux of the show where mm-hmm. one episode will be about going to see Star Wars and he has footage of that. One episode will be about a pool party. He has footage of that. So I started watching the show because a couple of podcast guys I listened to right on the show. Hmm. They have said on one of the podcasts that they didn't get to shoot their final episode. And I don't think it's the series finale. Yeah. But now they're stuck in this limbo where the season finale isn't done. <laughs> so do you just show the season finale three or four months from now when they get to shoot it? Mm-hmm. All these weird little, not end of the world pop culture things that are going to be very weird in the next six months or so. Yeah. And that's, uh, man, and, and, and you're just hoping that your whole cast is going to be okay and not age too quickly, I guess. Oh, like, God, especially <laughs> kids, right? Yeah. Like a 13-year-old in six months can really age a yeah, lot. Definitely. Well, and, and even, uh, like, because Jeff Garland, like, one of the main guys on that show, yeah. is who's on Curb and Curb Enthusiasm, stuff like that. You know, like, I mean, I know he'd had health issues in the past. Oh, no. Uh, like, I, I think he had... I want to say it was like a heart issue. I could be totally wrong on that. But this was like years ago. But just just as an example, I mean, you just you just never know things in general. And then, but more to the point, yeah, like if you're shooting a show that's integral to have a kid be a certain age, and then you never, you know, especially if you just had to do that one episode and then yeah. you're done. Because yeah. if it was a different season, okay, maybe it flashes forward by a year for some reason. That works. But now you're just like, that kid's clearly two years older than he was. And people forget that stuff takes time to do, to organize. So I always, you know, get frustrated when people finish a season of Stranger Things and are like, I want the next season. (laughs) And you're like, guys, they got to write it. They got to do the filming of it. They got to do the effects. They got to do the score. You can't do that. It's not like, well, I just watched those 12 episodes. Can I watch the next 12 tomorrow? No, no. They got to go make those now. Man, I don't know how they do that with those kids aging Those kids are so old. I saw a couple of them on talk shows somewhat recently, and they look 30 all of a sudden. So it's like... That's the problem with shows like Stranger Things or Riverdale, anything like that is, you know, you're doing The Simpsons, doesn't matter. When mm-hmm. you're doing that show, there's a point where Riverdale can't last 10 years with those kids still pretending to be in college yeah. or in high school because they're too old. 
same with Stranger Things. Like you look at season one of Stranger Things and you look at any of those actors now and it's like, holy cow. Like, and it's because it's the difference between 12 and 16 is humongous. Yeah. But yeah, so there's that too of like, even once we, even us, like let's say, let's think happy thoughts and everyone's allowed to reopen July 1st. We can't just go. We're going to need a few days to make some orders, do some scheduling, Mm -hmm. get the movie sent to us, make sure everybody's available to work, all that kind of stuff. So everybody's going to need at least probably a week or so to kind of say, okay, we're coming. And yeah. then get, and then it say whatever. Yeah, it's gonna take a day just to clean that popcorn machine real nice. Yeah, <laughs> get that ready for <laughs> for thousands of, of loads of corn. It's so funny to think that not too long ago we were just like, oh, this will be a couple weeks. Yeah, and now I think more and more people are like gearing in and like, yeah, this will be July. Yeah, so. I just don't know. My like government contract is till the twentieth of May. Okay, technically, yeah. and so like I'm in two competitions to stay permanent, but those are obviously frozen right now so like yeah i was kind of the same way where i was just like i'm getting paid to stay home and like it's i mean i'm kind of someone who can have fun you know out and about or at home like uh, such as yourself you know like i can really i'm not gonna run out of stuff to watch or do and you know i have cats and all that stuff but i yeah i kind of underestimated this i think we all did and then i and now i'm at a point where i'm like well like what's happening in like do I just, does my contract just end? And then I'm like, what do I do? I'm made to, I just go on EI, I guess, for how long? Like it's, yeah. I, I guess I just, it's not like I was like not taking it seriously, but it's just, we don't, we don't know. Like nobody knows what we're dealing with. So it's just, well, you get almost cocky a little bit. Oh yeah. And like, not to be political because I am not, I don't know what's going on <laughs> at all. <laughs> but I think Canada has been doing a pretty good job about taking care of ourselves. I think so. And, and, and yeah. And holy cow. I don't know if you saw this. I just saw this today. BC cured it i don't know like <laughs> i don't know what they're doing over there but here there's like the the whole flatten the curve thing you mm-hmm. look at the graphs and the hump in the graph and everything yeah bc is just like this flat line and maybe i was like it, what did you guys do it's like i don't know more open space or like maybe, maybe the air is nicer or like i don't know like did did the powers that be come out and be like everybody stay home yeah it's just yeah maybe it's just i, I honestly it's an altitude thing based on nothing yeah, I don't know. But so like whatever they're doing, we got to copy those guys. I was just there uh, last summer. I should have just stayed and outlasted this. And- well, that's what's crazy too, <laughs> is that back when the world was still normal, in January, Gwen and I went to visit my brother in Vancouver mm-hmm. and went to Seattle to see Mystery Science Theater. Now we can't go to the States because there's a border wall up. Yeah, Seattle doesn't exist anymore. So And like right now, I couldn't just, I don't think I could just go like, hi, I'm going to visit my brother in Vancouver. No, I, like, I don't think that's a good enough reason. <laughs> yeah, so just those simple little things of going on a vacation and going to visit a relative who lives out of the province mm-hmm. is all of a sudden just like science fiction. It's yeah. It's just like can't do that anymore no, so i got to see my parents outside their house uh, that was oh nice. which is funny yeah yeah, yeah. i so, should do that sooner or later <laughs> we yeah because it had been a little while but it, but it's a weird vibe and everything and so we drove out to my wife and i to uh like like it's about a half hour out of town and so i could just tell like i i i, I don't know my it was it was like really hurting my mom not to be able to hug me but oh, i was God. like I, yeah. I can't and, and like my mom had pneumonia and like is just she is like the most at risk in yeah. some ways but is also like Oh, God, like, she's just the nicest woman ever, you know, always helping out at church and always just, like, she's just, you know, suffice to say, very, very nice. And so, yeah, it was just, it was just really hurting her. But, like, 
still, it would have been worse to not go at all. Not to make you feel bad, but, but yeah. still, like, <laughs> and so we literally just stood outside of their house six to ten feet away and just chatted. It was a pretty cool breeze, but not important. It's so weird. Yeah, like I didn't get to do, and I'm sure my mom is very sad about this, but like I didn't get to do a birthday at my mom's house mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, a week ago. For yourself. For myself. N- yeah. Not for her. <laughs> yeah. So just that kind of stuff too, where I can't, and, and same thing, like my mom is right in that. Everybody is like, what is it? Like if you're over 60, that's like prime time. Like yeah. be extra careful. <laughs> Get ready for prime time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't go outside for reals. Oh God. You don't want to get your hopes up, but like, I, I really do think once this is all done. Yeah. And I think we're all doing pretty good about, it was that first day when we shut down. Mm-hmm. So March 15th. And I walked home after the bizarre. And you remembered the day. Oh, yeah, March 15th. And we're so close to Friday the 13th. I that's why I remember. It it like, yeah, the yeah. last cool thing we did was Friday the 13th. Yeah. I walked home and, you know, it was in the news. Like, stuff was closing. We were closed. The Bytown was closed. House of Targ was closed. I think the NAC was closed at that point. So, and like, people it, were calling us, I think, too, by that point. Yeah, it was happening. Nothing had come down officially, but I think a lot of businesses were just like, yep, let's do this. And I walked home and walked past this big sports bar and it was packed packed and i got mad and i was like what are you people doing yeah. <laughs> like so i think that denial is gone now because i think nothing can be open you're also mad because you hate sports that's <laughs> what are you idiots doing i have this. this none of this is funny haha but i have this funny image of everyone's been joking about getting out of this in three months and we're all gonna be like 10 pounds heavier because we're just sitting around and eating junk food or whatever yeah and I have this image of all the basketball players going back to do some weird shortened playoff season. Yeah. And each one of them is 20 pounds heavier and hasn't been practicing at all. Yeah. And so the whole league is just kind of in like shambles and missing free throws oh, and yeah. falling over. And- hardly any of them have a net at home. Like I was surprised. Even some of these like uh, Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like arguably the MVP this season, he just bought a new house and he doesn't have a hoop. And I'm like, I'm not here to judge, but I'm just like, (laughs) he's a millionaire and some would say the best player in the league. Not a lot of people, but some. And I'm just like, is it wrong that my first thought is like, if I was a millionaire buying houses, I I would want a hoop. Like, I'm not even Maybe like if you're like a a comic artist or an architect or a designer or something and be like, yeah, but I don't have an artist table at home. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's weird because on the one hand, people could argue like, oh, you know, that's your job and you want some distance at your home. But it's also these voracious players just have essentially have a basketball addiction. And you're just oh, yeah. like, why wouldn't you want to have that? And it's easy to say now that, you know, he's trapped at home and he can't play that you're like, well, you should have just bought a hoop back then. But still. And that's the argument of skill versus luck. But it's like, I am not good at basketball because I have never played basketball. <laughs> if starting sense. at the age of five, I stood in a laneway and or in a gym or at school and just did nothing but shoot baskets, I'd be better. Or at an arcade with that that one that where the balls come back to oh, you. Oh, yeah. If yeah, you just yeah. worked at that, I mean, that's not representative of actually playing. But, you know, you get the motion going. Yeah. But it's, it's the 10,000 hours rule, right? Like, yeah. Michael Jordan was good because... I learned this from Space Jam. That he, uh, <laughs> the, documentary Space, the Jam. documentary Space Jam. Yeah. What was it? There's some weird thing where like Space Jam has like lined up with reality where oh it doesn't make sense because yeah. there's no aliens involved. Yeah, but. I can't. And it's weird. And also like I didn't like Space Jam since I saw it last year for the first time ever. Oh man. So I'm like, 
I'm torn. I, I see all these. Just yesterday, I saw something that was like one of those, here's nine movies. You can only pick three and the others are gone oh, yeah. forever. Just stuff where it's like, we're so bored. This is what we do now on the internet. And one of them was, it was like, you know, Goodfellas, Pulp Fiction, Dark Knight. Uh, Space Jam? Uh, Space Jam. <laughs> Infinity War. Like, it was just like such a rant. And I'm like, well, that's easy. Like, we'll get rid of that one for sure. But I love Space Jam because it's so insane. Yeah. Like, imagine that pitch where it was like, we're going to get Michael Jordan, even though he's in this weird baseball player phase of his career. Yeah. We're going to match him up with Looney Tunes characters, Roger Rabbit style. Bill Murray's in it. It's produced by Ivan Reitman, who did Ghostbusters. Yeah. There's a bunch of rap songs in it. And the Looney Tunes characters act like they're characters. And there's the movie. It's yeah. so weird. It's such a weird movie. Yeah, I don't really understand how the animation is worse than Roger Rabbit, though. Like, yeah. maybe I'm just being nostalgic, but I just, I found some of that animation. And the voices, too. But, I mean, I get it. You know, like, most of them are dead, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it was but, kind of post-Mill Blank. Yeah, you know, they're doing their best. But but even beyond that, I just, that's what took me out, is just some of that, like, wacky 90s animation just looks so, like, awkward now. And I don't think Looney Tunes were big in the mid-90s. So, no. it's, it's this weird mix of a movie that it's all these things that aren't i can't even think of a of an anomaly right now it would be like if i mean besides them doing space jam 2 yeah. but it would be like if they took like care bears or something yeah if they took like care bears <laughs> or, or teddy ruxpin like, yeah spongebob yes. and teamed them up with a baseball player and did a movie it's just it's very a baseball strange. player who played basketball before like bo jackson is he still around <laughs> oh man i believe he is that's funny like so you get the references at least even if you didn't watch sports yeah. when you were a kid you know, you've heard of ken griffey jr and stuff like that you know yeah like it's the old like with a gun to my head right now as we speak because i watched hockey as a kid and then in my early adult years and then it was just the simple kind of like i I didn't break up with hockey i didn't have a fight with hockey yeah i just went my separate ways because i started doing mayfair so my nights were eating up a lot more Mm -hmm. my friends started having kids who weren't hanging out in bars and you never loved it to begin with yeah and like i watched it because like my dad watched it you know and and then all the players I liked as a kid don't play anymore. So as we speak, genuinely, I don't think I could name an Ottawa senator because I don't yeah. read the sports highlights. So yeah, anything in sports I know is because of Space Jam or Saturday morning cartoons, like when Bo Jackson yeah. and Wayne Gretzky had a cartoon and stuff like that, you know, but so I know it. It's out there. I yeah. could probably name two or three current baseball players, but just yeah. because I saw them on Colbert or something like that. Yeah. And their their careers like are longer than hockey generally. But yeah. Ottawa does have the son of a hockey player that you would have known growing up. Oh yeah. Remember do you remember Keith Kachuk from the Winnipeg Jets? Oh yeah, I do know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I remember because that name, you know, is like T C eight. It yeah, was like it's a weird name. I couldn't spell it if you if you, you know, put a gun to my head. But they have uh, Ottawa has his son, Brady. Oh. Brady Kachuk is like one of their good players. So Kachuk. you know, the I, last I, know name. I know the legacy. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a thing. Because even now, I know like Sidney Crosby, but he must be right. old now. He is. Has he been around for 20 years? Like, yeah, but like that's the other thing is just, you know, because I freeze these people in my brain. And, oh, yeah. And I'm like, he scored that gold medal <laughs> thing like last year. And you're like, that no. was. I'm even afraid to think of when that actually was because that what, what was that like ten years ago? Like, and I only know LeBron James <laughs> because he inexplicably showed up in a couple of movies. Yeah, like he well, was he, in a he Judd that, Apatow movie. He had like a well, maybe not a co-starring role, but like a major supporting role, I would say. And and yeah, what, I can't remember the name of the movie now. And it was good. Like he was fine. Yeah, like he, he wasn't embarrassing because you see sometimes like oh, you it was see Trainwreck. An athlete, I think Trainwreck. Yeah. yeah, you see an athlete host Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. 
And, and again, I remember watching Saturday Night Live with Wayne Gretzky when I was a kid. I, I was like 12 or something. <laughs> it was just not good. Well, and it's not Wayne's fault. It doesn't fault. seem super funny yeah, either. Like, like, no offense. <laughs> it's stuff like that with Lord Michaels where I want to be like, why? Like, I'm sure yeah. you could have gotten Steve Martin to host that week or somebody. Like, really? Wayne Gretzky? Like, have him in for a sketch. Have him in mm-hmm. for a weekend update. To host the whole damn show. It's nice when it works out, though, and I think that's probably the hope, where you're just like, well, maybe he's hilarious and we just don't know, and you let him go. Because there's certain people, not sports and no longer appropriate of a reference, but when Kevin Spacey uh, hosted on SNL, like (laughs) in 92, I think it was, around the time uh, that he did Usual Suspects, and he was great. Like, he was so funny. And, like, again, I know he's terrible. We we know that now. But at the time, it wasn't like bringing on Jim Carrey, where you know he's going to be fine. It was like Kevin Spacey, like known for these kind of dramatic roles. Like he hadn't really done comedy. I think a nicer example. Yeah, yeah, is, sorry. No, no, is, uh, <laughs> is The Rock. Yeah. Because I think when The Rock hosted, I could be wrong, but he was kind of a wrestler and the mummy guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Dragon King or whatever. And I think filmmakers and casting agents and stuff seeing him do Saturday Night Live probably helped greatly in, if I'm getting the timeline right, getting him into movies like be cool and the rundown and stuff where yeah. he, he had to not just be a big Arnold Schwarzenegger goon. He had mm-hmm. to have some charisma. Cause he didn't really, he didn't speak English. I don't think in the, in the mummy or the, the Scorpion King I or whatever. I don't think so. Scorpion mm. King, he probably did. The mummy, he, he just had that weird CG cameo. In yeah. It. And he, which I can perfectly picture in my oh, head. So bad. I'm sad that that's the thing. Uncanny Valley. Yeah. But they just, I think if he did have lines, like they definitely weren't in English, but yeah, I remember. And, and yes, it is the Scorpion King, not the Dragon King. I, I apologize <laughs> to fans of the Dragon King People series. furious at home. <laughs> There has to be a Dragon King also, by the way. There's Wasn't the third Mummy movie, the Brandon Fraser Mummy movie, the Mummy subtitle something something with dragons? Uh, that one was, it was, um, it was, but it wasn't, God, yeah, you know what, what the hell was that called? Because the Dragon King one was a spinoff. That was between two and three, I think. I want to say like, geez, like 2001, 2003, I don't remember anymore, but... But yeah, there was the Mummy one, the Mummy Returns, I believe. Yeah, Mummy Returns. And then the Scorpion King spinoff, yeah. I believe. And then another movie that no one really cared about. Yeah, and it oh, uh, something about like Scarab? And I think they replaced <laughs> Rachel Vice. I think so, yeah. Man. She wasn't even like... She was like, it. I'm a real actor now, see you later. Yeah, yeah. I saw that on uh, Rachel Vice News. Uh, that <laughs> I how, how's, how has no one done that? <laughs> it's like, well it's like she hasn't done much lately so i guess the vice that's needs. a movie i would watch if they did a tron legacy or kingdom of the crystal skull or force awaken style old brandon fraser mummy movie yeah i totally watch that and i think they talk well they it's like the you know yeah. the, the royal they but like i think that's been bandied about a little bit with his uh, quote-unquote comeback because yeah. he just kind of it's not that he went anywhere. He just kind of like, I think it was too much too soon. Like, I've And he was just doing stuff, stuff nobody watched. You look at his yeah. IMDb, it's full. Yeah. But it's kind of TV shows and small movies that aren't in the big public eye. Yeah. It's and like he, a lot of actors. You think they go away and you look at them, you're like, oh no, they've been working. Yeah. And, and for him, a lot of the problem too was this how physical those movies were. And he yeah. like wrecked his back and Ugh. like really messed himself up by being so like kooky i guess right oh i'm sure all the slapstick stuff he did yeah 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 yeah. and you don't even really think about it at the time in that respect and then i read that a couple of years ago when he he had his comeback in uh tv and he's done a few things since but yeah and and he was just saying like he just he put it all on the line and is it worth it i I remember i think chevy chase did that to himself early in his early career he was like yeah i took a few falls on saturday night live down a ladder down some stairs and i was like oh i'm 25 years old and i broke myself yeah 
and it's like an athlete almost where it's it's like it's like bruce campbell you see bruce campbell in evil dead 2 it's incredible what he does like he, mm. he's flipping himself oh, yeah. over he's running through and it's because it's low budget he's like running through walls and falling off things and and that was his biggest thing where he was like yeah i don't want to do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I, like and it's not necessarily needed for that role as the series goes on like yeah. i think on the tv show they did a good job of him kind of just being the the straight guy more or less and the others are kind of doing the more wacky physical stuff yeah he, he does do an element of that but yeah like i mean it makes sense when you're he's got like however old he is yeah I don't like know. is he like 60 like I he don't might even... be that's another guy that just doesn't age he looks great yeah yeah so you know i mean he had fun <laughs> oh i, I can imagine gwen's not here gwen's busy working yeah uh, we're not just talking over gwen's her Gwen's <laughs> busy in a in a safe manner working elsewhere everyone mocked me last week about capybaras when i was holding <laughs> my arms out this wide and saying they were big well lo and behold a full-blown capybara is indeed as big as my arms are uh, spread right now listeners he's doing it again just like he did last week and 150 pounds i so they're not raccoons jeez so I can't lift that. All of you are monsters for not believing my capybara Damn. knowledge. <laughs> and what's weird is that on Twitter, I randomly saw a thing about capybaras a few days ago, and I would never have known what it was. And then now I, it's out. We, yeah. We've started a tsunami of capybara knowledge. Yeah. And I didn't even like it. Weirded me out actually that I saw that because I was just like, oh god, what? Like I'd never heard of it in my life. And then twice, <laughs> they're everywhere. Literally twice in like five, six days. Um, I remembered the reason I know them. I don't think I mentioned this before. Is that on the tick animated series tick had a capybara huh that's where i first knew them so i saw him animated yeah before real life did it talk or is it it was just i can't oh man it's been so long since i've seen that show but no i think he just had a capybara for some reason and I it was just a plot point and it was just like a little rodenty looking or a big rodenty looking yeah. cartoony thing and in real life they're more noble looking they've got a big hard snout and yeah kind of they're not I mean, and they're 10 times the size of a raccoon. Yeah. So. They look like a little hippopotamus a little bit. Kind of. Sort of. Like, for, is it the face anyway? I don't know. And a friend of mine who has met capybaras said they're soft. Hmm. They're not like porcupines or something. They're like... They're, I wouldn't even have thought that. <laughs> they're nice now, to the touch. God. Well, <laughs> but you've never touched one. No. I kind of feel like that should be on your bucket list at this point. It is now. I met a, I met uh, kangaroos. Okay. I pet a kangaroo. They were just like outside your house. <laughs> yeah, they were chilling. Hey, what are you doing? Um, can God, you leave? we've gone to a couple of zoos and I can't remember. It was either Atlanta or Nashville. One of those. Nashville, maybe. That's that's and, a weird combo. Yeah, but <laughs> great zoo. The, uh, the Nashville Zoo was incredible. Like, humongous. All the animals had... It wasn't one of those scary zoos yeah, yeah. with, like, lions in, like, a refrigerator like box. A, a like a camel with a cowboy hat on. You're yeah, like, okay, yeah. I get it. I get it. But they had this thing where they, were, they had a couple of kangaroos chilling, and you can go in and with supervision and, like... <laughs> I was going to say, they just let people walk in They were just lazy. There. They were, like, they were just hanging out, sunbathing, and there was a couple that were super friendly. You can go up and, oh, like, man. pet them and say hello, which is weird because they're humanoid. So it's, yeah. it's, like, hanging out with aliens. Yeah. I, b I would have, like, a bag of chips and a big drink <laughs> in my pouch if I was a kangaroo. I feel yeah. like they're really missing out on that. Although I've heard the pages are kind of gross. Kangaroo Jack. Like, not that I'm like putting my hand in there or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. like, no, kangaroo, sir, no. kangaroo Jack is a great shout out because I'll never forget that that looked terrible and was a big hit. Oh yeah. And I still don't understand. I've never seen it. I Does the kangaroo talk? I, you know what? I think he does. I think that's why it's funny. Quote unquote. Who's the voice of the kangaroo? Well, I know that. God, now I got to find out. Um, Jerry O'Connell was like the star. Yeah. Which is weird to say. And like Christopher Walken's in it. 
on his crazy and, resume of being in every movie yeah, ever made. And Anthony Anderson as well, who's been in things. Uh, trust me, I such as at, Kangaroo Jack. Well, now we got to watch Kangaroo Jack. It was just like, I, I don't know. That's see, I feel like Kangaroo Jack and Tank Girl is a good double bill. They're oh, like, yeah. We got a lot of uh, kangaroo-related stuff here. Okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, I'll do a quick recommendation of our subtitle of things we wouldn't normally recommend. Oh, yeah. Talk uh, slow as, while I look at my list because I don't remember what I <laughs> I'm going to recommend because I just noticed this pop up on my favorite virtual TV channel on Shout Factory TV. They put up all of the gambler movies oh yeah you were you sent me that we were so excited. i haven't watched them yet but i'm gonna recommend them because i'm gonna watch them fair and it's did not realize this it's one tv film and then two miniseries i guess so two two-parters okay so one is 90 minutes and the other two are two 90 minutes each so so it's like a three-hour movie or, or two, it could be yeah it's, movies, it's a quentin tarantino length yeah so there's that's long i know yeah <laughs> so i guess they were on over two nights back in the yeah. day but all three Gambler films or miniseries are on Shout TV, which is, or Shout Factory TV, completely free, completely above board, no commercials. And if you want, just go support them by buying a cool Blu-ray. Like I got for my birthday, the Wizard Blu-ray from Shout Factory. I like those guys. So that's yeah. some free streaming content if you want to watch it at home. They were uh, showing some Space 1999 yesterday when yeah. I was I was perusing. Oh, so man. it's like, hey, that, I never I watched watch it, but too. it looks, it just, it looks like Battlestar Galactica. I'm yeah. Like, All right. I did a April Fool's Day triple bill oh. of April Fool's Day, obviously. Uh, not the remake. I, I shooed that one. And uh, Killer Party, uh, which notoriously got hacked to bits and then the footage got lost forever. So it's kind of sad, I guess. But And, uh, and then Slaughter High, which is another, like, I think almost all those movies are pretty much like, geeky guy gets a trick played on him and then something <laughs> bad happens. And then people get invited to the school and get picked off one by one. Yeah. It's like, is it the guy? You know, it, it just never ends. But so those are what you're expecting yeah but then an interesting two other ones uh and i watched this movie called chiller which is a made-for-tv Wes craven movie just before oh, yeah. he kind of blew up and it's basically about this guy's dying and so he gets cryogenically frozen and then he gets accidentally i think it's an accident sort of hard to tell 10 years later and then but he comes back without his soul and Ooh. he's a bad guy now and it wasn't good but it's, it's it was interesting curio and it's basically just crappy looking not really good but like i love curios like that you know like old like john yeah. carpenter tv movies all stuff like that and lastly i watched a movie that like you will probably instantly remember but that nobody remembers the ellen degeneres vehicle mr wrong why did you watch with mr bill wrong? pullman yeah i remember that well i remember when it came out it came and disappeared i never saw it i kind of watched it for like a bad movie kind of thing but i watched it because it's just this the premise is so mean-spirited and like just weird like it's essentially just Ellen can't meet a nice guy. She meets Bill Pullman and everything seems great. But And Bill Pullman's just like pretending to be nice. And then she's like, just be yourself. Uh-oh, you know, and being yeah. himself is a is an insane jackass of a man who just harasses and gaslights her for the rest of the movie. And then Joan Cusick plays like his crazy ex who's constantly harassing Ellen. And it's Joan Cusick, so she's not intimidating at all. And so like, it was hilarious I'm recommending it in a like not it's not a good movie, but it's like crazy that that happened. You're just like yeah. 1994 or whatever. What the hell were you thinking? Romantic comedies can get weird. Yeah, and it was it wasn't romantic at all uh, somehow. And I like Bill Pullman, yeah. but he's crazy in that. So yeah, I just I'm doing a deep dive of weird random stuff you forgot about or never heard of, and. Yeah, so maybe a double bill of that with something Bill Pullman doesn't do something crazy in. I don't know. Gambler, Mr. Wrong, the yeah, perfect yeah. night. Yeah, you can't can't uh, can't go Mr. Wrong with those choices. 
Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you're all hanging in out there. You can find updates about Mayfair stuff, even though there's not much now, but yeah. keep an eye out for us on all the social medias and at mayfairtheater.ca. Our friends at House of Targ might be doing some more delivery soon if they can Whoa. get the product. Good so rumor. keep an eye out on their social medias as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll count the moments until we can see you back here at the Mayfair. Yay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Well, I was so surprised when it turned out that your wife was a capybara the whole time. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Capybara? Capybara? I can't even say it right. Look, I want to help. Michael Jordan. Bugs Bunny. They teamed up to save the world from some alien abductors. I'm right behind you, pal. Now, Michael's going to reach new heights, and Bugs is going to fall for a lucky lady named Lola. Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny, Space Jam, rated PG. Starts Friday, November 15th.